Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, we were better this year. But we were de- for us, definitely better yeah. this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think the thing that sort of tarnishes the season is the last race and not clinching mm. second in the in the constructors. Daniel Ricardo. I'm putting it out there. Danny Rick. I knew, I knew, Yuki. I knew you'd go with it. Ricardo's the fan favourite, but I'm going to bank on Yuki. I think I also back Yuki. Hello and welcome back to the On Track GP podcast, where it is 2024. Happy New Year. Woo! We made it. We are. We made, we made it. it. We're officially <laughs> into our second season now. Nice. It's the 1st of January. Uh, and the most important thing that mm. I have to say, have you heard the big, amazing, wonderful on track GP news? I haven't. We have been nominated oh. in the best oh. motorsports podcast category wow. in the Sports Podcast Awards. In our first season, we got that. So if you have been watching, please do uh, go and give us a vote if you would like to. You can follow the link in the description to get your vote in. Have you voted yet, Abby? I voted. Voted indeed. Nice. Voted and shared. Yeah, voted and voted, shared. Like, shared. Subscribed. All of it. <laughs> well, at least we're doing at least Follow. one thing right. Uh, so that's that's really good. Look, it's the brand new season. Last season, we saw crazy Red Bull domination. My first question is, is that going to change, do you think? Better, Abby, Abby, go on, you go. Better, you're wearing the Red Bull top, it better <laughs> yeah. change. Uh, no, I can't foresee it. I, I can't foresee it. Not, I can't foresee Red Bull not being so dominant. I feel like the rest of the pack have to catch up a little bit at some point. So I still think that we're going to look at this season and come the end of it, we're still going to be sitting here saying that Red Bull have again won it and won it by quite a, quite a margin. Mm. But I, I don't think it will be the same that you know Max basically wins every single race. I do think that we'll see. I guess, you know, other teams on the podium. I'm, I'm thinking that McLaren will mm. probably, and hopefully for them, build on kind of the progress that they definitely made this year. Yeah. Ferrari, again, for, for what it's worth, I mean, didn't end up having the actual, like the worst season. Got a win. Yeah, they've, they've got a the win, but... A win. That basically but, means we're the second best team in the world. Basically. <laughs> I mean, but that's I, how you feel at the end of the season, and yeah. I kind of feel that it's so difficult to, like, compare because every, everyone obviously looks at Red Bull and sees, like, how dominant they are, but you can't compare Ferrari to Red Bull at the minute. You can't compare Mercedes to Red Bull at the minute. You can't really... You can't, you can't compare McLaren to Red Bull. I think that those kind of three cars are in a little league of their own, mm. and I think for, for 2024, for this new season, it's about closing the gap in terms of them three and then trying to to see how far the gap is between the top of that to, to mm. the Red Bulls. But yeah. I still think it's going to be a very dominant season. I can't foresee that Max is not going to win another another title. But I think this season was so ridiculous, seeing him win 
all those consecutive races in a row bar I guess one yeah um and also having Red Bulls on the podium for everything. Um, so I still think it's going to be like that. But I'm really intrigued to see out of those three teams, who is who is actually able to challenge. Because there has no, there's been no challenge yeah. on Red Bull whatsoever. Well, well, Checo has come out, Matisse, and said that he wants to go one better. And I, I he saw, finished yeah. second and he wants to now go and win. Yeah. I was gonna, Sorry, I was just going to say, he wants to go we, one better. Can he just get to Q3? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 clearly keeping Checo in check is not working because he's, he's now getting a bit... Far, he's, he's reaching for the stars. It's just a bit too much for me. I think the, the big debate on Red Bull is whether Checo is actually going to perform this, yeah. this year. Um, I don't think Red Bull will be as dominant because I think it's impossible to be as dominant as they was. I think there'll be a lot more race wins for, say, McLaren. Um, and hopefully Lando will pick up one as well. But I think it's all dependent on Checo because there's gonna. I think it will be closer. I think McLaren, for me, are the team that I look at the most that will bridge the gap. I can't trust Mercedes right now because they keep keep messing up every single W they, they bring out it's not it's not W it's just L's and then Ferrari I don't need to speak if I speak I'm in big trouble so, oh, I don't think Ferrari so, were actually as bad as we thought they were they they they, they underperform a lot but they underperform every year anyway in terms of their decision making when drivers are having to take the, the reins in terms of decision making on track and, and try to find the, the race wins for themselves and try to make the decisions themselves as to what they should do and, and their pit walls not helping them out. I just I just don't see... I can't keep every single season saying, oh, Ferrari, Ferrari. Like, I just... They need to show it. They, do you, they have to do you think it. their strategy was better this season or the season before? It couldn't have got worse than the season before. No, we were better this year. But we were de Ferrari was definitely better yeah. this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think the thing that sort of tarnishes the season is the last race and not clinching mm. second in the in the constructors. So we look because if if we get second, we go we're the only team that won a race that wasn't Red Bull, mm. and we finish second. We are actually the second best team, but coming third and dropping behind Mercedes, which as you say, it was like a, a pretty terrible car, mm. but they finished second with it. I think the, the problem with Red Bull, um, Ferrari is that they they was on pole enough times to get mm. maybe a few more race wins, and I think they. They just all, you just always knew they were going to drop off, whereas McLaren was always on the upward trajectory. So yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm 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 banking on McLaren to to take a few more wins off Red Bull. And doesn't Lando Norris win a race next season? Yeah, he does. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Look, we both love Lando. Like, yeah, let's be real. We yeah. we love Lando. I also really like Oscar as well. I feel that it's so difficult in a season like we just had for anybody to win a race. That's why we have to give credit to Ferrari who actually did manage to do it. Yeah. Um, obviously, Red Bull had a, a seriously <laughs> off lost. day that day though. We did have an off day. Um, but I think if I look at any of the teams who are, who've been the most competitive towards actually Red Bull, I'd say it's McLaren. And sometimes you say, well, the table doesn't lie. Well, I think the table does lie a little bit because obviously they had a, a poor start McLaren, but mm. If you look at them throughout the whole season, I'd say they were the most consistent team outside of a Red Bull. I think absolutely after whenever, I forget exactly what number, but let's say after like maybe the 10th race or whatever, and they just suddenly picked it up. Yeah. They were they were the second best team yeah. after that. Max has shown that he's too consistent to drop off and not win that title again. He's got something. You think he, the title's his next yeah, year as well? 100%. Yeah, no, I think no There's no complacency there. It's difficult to play devil's advocate to that and even say, oh, but what happens if this, this and this happens? Because... Even in the moments where he was under pressure this season, he he didn't panic. He didn't. He just kept such a cool head and drove beautifully. And well, the, the only the only race where Red Bull struggled was was Singapore. That mm -hmm. was the only track they struggled on. The car didn't like it. That's yeah. the only thing. So look, I'm sure they'll be working on that to rectify you know the things that went wrong on certain tracks and where maybe the Red Bulls just didn't perform as highly or to the best. Mm. But 
I think as as we spoke about Checo, I think for I do think for Max to make sure that he does get that other title, I do think Checo is going to have to perform. He's going to have to make sure he is there as not, as finishing second or third in in you know in all the races to make sure because that gap I do feel will close. So he's kind of been let off this season where Max has been so dominant that it hasn't been such an issue. But I think with everyone probably going to improve at some point, especially the McLarens is, over this kind of break, that. Checo is going to have to make sure he goes back to being that second driver and being close or close enough to Max. Interesting. Let's have a little talk about Ferrari, just because I love them. Uh, do you think <laughs> it makes a difference with Fred Vasseur being the team principal? He obviously came in at the start of the season, but hadn't had the time to develop the car and, and, and kind of be... So this would be really his full, yeah. his first full season mm. of leadership. Yeah. Do we think that could make a little bit of a difference for Ferrari at all? You have to hope so. Mm. You have to hope so. I am intrigued to see if that... That, that that helps. I think the the qualifying pace is there. We know that in terms of Leclerc, fantastically, you know, quick across across one lap. They've got the talent. They I don't have any question that the talent's there for the driver's side of things. I've I've questioned science, but he's actually shown, you know, over the last season that he can also perform as well. He's been quick. He was, he was quick. So I don't think now the question is on, on the talent of the drivers at all. I think they've ironed out mistakes, they've they've matured. I think it's all down to the car. If they can get the car to a level where it's it's matching or close to Red Bull. And not giving up in a formation lap. Yeah. Would help. Then that, that would, would help that would be, a bit. That would be great. Something tells me be... that will mean we have a better season <laughs> if our car doesn't give up. Yeah. In a and then it will all be down lap. to the pit wall again and all down to strategy and not and, f and not forgetting that you've got to put two different compound tires on you know, mm. and things like that. Yeah, that tends <laughs> to help as well. Um, the W15, brand new for this year. Oh. What are they going to do? Like, no side pods last year? What do you think? No spoiler this year or I think, something? I think that this year the car's <laughs> going to float in the air. <laughs> I think that's what's going to be. Last time it was porpoising. This time I think it's just going to just float just above, above the ground. Yeah. Fail or flop? Fly. W15, fail or flop? Uh, sorry, flop or... No, fail. No, fail. Success? Yeah. <laughs> flop, flop or, or flop? Fail or flop. I don't think that works. That's the same thing. <laughs> um, is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? I have no confidence in Mercedes. I don't w15. think it can be as worse <laughs> as the full team. You don't think it can get worse? I don't think it... The, the issues that they have had with the 14, I can't foresee that they would make a car remotely the same. I think with the 15, surely they've gone down a Red Bull route. They ha everybody has to. I know they didn't want to, but sometimes you have to admit defeat, and I feel like they kind of did that this season. So mm. how... I, look, I still don't know how they actually fit, ended up finished second in the, in the Constructors. I don't know, to be honest. I think yeah. that's a credit completely to Lewis and, and his, just, his just insane driving ability because the car was absolutely no help at all. And we've seen this for however many years they've had the W14. It's it's flogging the dead horse. Mm. So for the 15, in my opinion, they had to go with something completely different and in terms of what they had, but also go with a model that isn't trusted and well-known, which is like all the other cars on the grid, which is trying to be a copy of the Red Bull. Yeah. So I think it's gonna, I think it might still have a few teething issues, but I definitely don't think we're gonna see the same issues that we've seen over the last couple of years. Mm. I think one of the biggest stories at the beginning of last season, which then kind of tailed away, was the Aston Martin. Yeah. It just, out of nowhere, suddenly they had this the second quickest car. Mm. Do we think that their development is going to be better uh, throughout the season? Or do we think they're going to start slowly and do a McLaren and come back? What, what do we sort of think could be potentially on the horizon for Aston Martin? Aston Martin are a difficult one because 
they did take me by shock. I know they invested a lot of money in, but they did take me by shock last year to just go and propel themselves onto the podium. Came from nowhere. It's out, it outrageous. Those it first three, everyone. those first three races were mad. Yeah, and and Alonso obviously knows exactly what he's doing. You know, so once you do give him a car like that, you're 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 destined to be on the podium. But I think, I think for Aston, it's about managing expectations because. The rest of the teams, they, they did fall off dramatically towards the end of the season. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't it was just like a slight decline. It was a sharp decline where they were nowhere near podiums. They were nowhere near challenging. Um, and they were kind of just floating around in the middle of the grid. So I think for them, it's about probably managing expectations and trying to not go to that that kind of, you know, ups and downs. Up and down. Try I've... and have a bit of s stability throughout the season um, yeah. and, and be alongside all those cars we've mentioned, but throughout the whole year. And I think that... That might take a different approach this time. I think you're right. It's a managing expectations thing. I think realistically, I can kind of see them not having as, definitely not as good a start, mm. but just kind of basically being back in the midfield. What do you think, Abby? Yeah, I kind of think the same. I think credit again to what they kind of, I guess, achieved in the season that's just gone past because none of us expected that at all. Mm. I think their real battle at the minute when you look at how far McLaren has kind of come on as well, and we're hoping that they're going to kind of do the same. So you've got the top of Red Bull, then you've got the Mercedes, the Ferrari, and I'm now kind of grouping McLaren into that mm. as like the next who can who can kind of finish in that top three. I can't see Aston finishing above those midfield kind of places. Mm. I think it's about right where they actually ended up finishing in the constructors. Yeah. And I think they'll probably level off at about there. I think it probably needs even more investment. It's not to say that maybe Alonso still won't grab a few podiums here and there, mm. but I just don't think the car is I, I don't think it's I don't think it's built for all tracks. And I don't think that's going to change much in a couple of months, if that makes sense. Mm. So I do think it's one of those things where we might see like peaks and troughs with it next season. Um but I, I couldn't foresee them finishing higher than maybe fifth in the constructors again. Seems to be this, the way, doesn't it? It would have to be something pretty special. It will, it will to, be a long joke that bags like maybe yeah, like course. a P three or something like that. But which is again, it's it's a great achievement, mm. a great achievement Brilliant, for, for Aston, achievement. and where you, you where you actually think that they were as well. So mm. yeah, he's the magic dust in that team. Isn't without he, a doubt, really? if they haven't got Alonso, they haven't got anything. No, Alpine. We're going to see the new investors start to come in now. In Ryan Reynolds, what do you think? What do you think about that? I, I, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds has invested into a lot, so there's a lot. There's, of a, them. there's a hell of a lot Travis of them. Travis Kelsey. Yes. Yeah. There's there's so many different who, NFL, NBA. Who's been everything. going around dishing out Alpine contracts to get all these unbelievably I, sort of famous um, sports stars, mostly, yeah. to come and sign? It's crazy. I think Alpine. Alpine is still an exciting team because I think their driver lineup is interesting because they've, they've obviously gone all French. There's there's obviously going to be a bit of rivalry there. I do they've see, gone I, all French. They've, all they've gone, gone all French. They've, they've gone, gone all French, French on us. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's, there is talent there. There's inconsistency, but there's definitely talent there between the pairing of them. And I just want Alpine to become that exciting team that they were a couple of years ago again. I want them to try and break into this group that we've mentioned, which is definitely the, the group. Um, and I don't want them to get lost in another midfield battle. I think mm. they will finish in, in midfield at the end of it all, but I want them to have more races where they do shock people and find themselves near the podium and in 4-4, you know, jousting with, with with the likes of Mercedes and Ferrari, because I think they're capable of doing that from what they did a couple of years ago. Um, but 
it's going to be difficult because there's only so many positions and there's a lot of teams already ahead of them. But yeah, I, I do have faith in Alpine. They had glimpses um, this season. I think both drivers finished on the podium individually in races, mm. which is a pretty big achievement when mm. you consider that almost always the the first spot is taken. There's only, two, you know, one person spots. is always going to finish first. Yeah. Or one car is always going to finish first. That's pretty pretty impressive. Do you have any hope for Alpine? Yeah, I think they're, they're a really interesting team. And I am excited to kind of see the investment and what that does and how it elevates the car i feel like we're definitely going to get a documentary out I of it really hope we're so. all aware that that's probably going to get snapped yeah. up and or like a discovery plus disney channel type mm. thing um so I'm, I'm excited for that and to see what it does i agree with you on the driver partnership i think there is enough talent in there i think the only problem again is maybe the infighting which we saw a couple times this season also the cr they've crashed into each other i think more times than bad. anyone else's season um so I don't know. I, I, I feel like, again, it's probably too soon to say they're going to be really challenging with the rest of the pack in terms of the top. I think that it's, they're probably their biggest competitor is going to be... Themselves. Yeah, themselves, <laughs> but also Aston. I think that it's going to be between them two to see who finishes kind of best of that midfield. Um, I, I don't know how much they will be able to improve the car. Could they do point. an Aston Martin at the beginning of the season? They could just, they come, just up, appear come out the blocks flying like they could, but I just I feel I just I feel like when I when I think about what's going to happen with the rest of the group, like I I do feel like Ferrari will improve. I do feel like Mercedes will improve, and I do feel like McLaren will improve. I don't necessarily think Aston and Alpine will have improved that much yeah. to kind of burst their way into like that mini group at this stage. I think that with this investment coming in, this is something that will happen over time, maybe. Mm. Um, but I. I don't know. There's something there's something not quite right for me with Alpine at the moment. I don't know if it is the driver partnership as well. Is that, is that, those three consecutive races of no points? Was that yeah, I feel like it's maybe like a killer edge, if that makes sense. Like, I rate both drivers. Nice drivers. Yeah, nice drivers, like, comfortable. But I feel like, let's say it was a driver partnership with Gasly and Alonso. I'd feel much more confident or even if it was Ocon and Alonso yeah. I feel oh, there has to, to be yeah. yeah I feel like there needs to be one driver who is a shark if that makes sense and I don't see either of them as a shark at this point mm. interesting well we'll see I mean I quite like the idea that we have another because that was really exciting at the beginning of last year where we were like what is going on why are Aston Martin so quick it's nice when there's an unknown element in yeah. Formula One because it's so data driven that when we do get those little things that surprise us as fans, we love that. So maybe Alpine could be the team to do that, but maybe it is the driver pairing that's not going to be able to work out for them. Mm. Um, Alpha Turi, we've got um, Daniel Ricciardo and Yuki Tsunoda. They're changing the name. They haven't actually officially released what the name is going to oh. be. I heard I it like could be Racing Bulls. Oh. oh yeah, I've heard yeah. racing bulls. Not, racing not, not bulls. That That's so American. It's so yeah, not silly. Uh, but what do we think about that pairing, Daniel Ricciardo and Yuki Tsunoda? Who scores more points next season, Ooh. Daniel Ricciardo or Yuki Tsunoda? That's a really good question. Thanks. Oh, that's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on Yuki. Daniel Ricciardo. I'm putting it out there. Danny Rick. I knew I knew, Yuki. I knew you'd go with it. Ricciardo's the fan favorite, but I'm gonna bank on Yuki. I think I also back Yuki really I, lo I love Danny Rick really do but I just I don't know I feel Yuki, like Yuki's growing every season yeah he's a, he's a decent little driver Yuki yeah. I feel and that's not to say that Danny Rick isn't I just I feel like he has probably got quite lucky getting the seat 
Ooh, that's a controversial one. It is, and I and I I like him as a driver, but I feel like he got the seat, obviously after Nick DeVries, after he after he left, mm. and again, obviously he missed all that period of time out with her with the injury, and if anything, Liam Lawson probably should have got the seat. Mm. I w- I would have liked to see Liam Lawson finish the season off. I know I didn't see, I, I, I didn't see enough of Danny Rick to, to justify happen, him but... getting the seat. Yeah. he's got it on default because he's he's a. He's a also big the, name. The, he's a big name. Not he's also big. the third driver at Red Bull, and everyone likes to see him. And it's great for commercial value yeah. of mm-hmm. having him. And I rate him as a driver, but I just think that I think probably Liam Lawson deserved it more on race I races. Think, I think out of everybody on the grid, the biggest season for an individual is Ricardo. Interesting, because I think he has to leapfrog Yuki and become that number one driver. Because if he doesn't do that, he, I don't think he's worth the seat. And I think he's got to show that he has kind of, re- he's rejuvenated again mm. and he is remotivated and he does want to be in the sport and he is And capable. the McLaren was just a period yeah, in and, his career. And he is capable of showing some sort of consistency at one team because he has hopped around quite a bit and, and maybe made a few wrong decisions along the way and things haven't quite aligned for him. But I think this season it has to, because if it doesn't, I do think he'll be out for Formula One for good this time. Let's uh, have a little chat about Williams, Haas and not Alfa Romeo anymore. They're now Sauber. Well, the Sauber never really left, did they? Mm-hmm. But uh, they're renamed as Sauber. They have obviously extra time in the wind tunnel, which is very, <coughs> very beneficial. And Red Bull obviously get the least amount of time. Yes. Uh, out of those three, Williams, Haas and Sauber, who finishes the highest at the I'm, end I'm of the season? Williams. I'm Williams? For Williams. Because Williams. I want Williams to do so well. I want Williams as one of the historic teams to be right back up there again even i'd have them above alpine and everyone yeah i want williams back when wow. it belongs. that's what i want for williams so out of those three easy williams i mean albon's been special yeah last year he was great yeah. albon's been really really good he's been getting the most i think out of that car um you know for years they barely even scored a point and i think that they, they obviously have since it's james vows that, that obviously came in and i think that he you can see the difference that he's made by coming in mm. anyway and i think alex albon is definitely definitely over the days of of red bull i think he's grown up a lot i think driving and you know his ability we we can see what he's got and what he can kind of extract out the car it just the car needs to be better i I agree with you i think they'll finish best of the rest um and i would love to see them have a resurgent season i really would i'd love to be like they are finishing firmly mid-table you know growing each year it's not something we're going to see overnight them go from being you know bottom of the pack kind of thing to being near the top again but as long i I can see the like the trajectory trajectory. that seems like there's a plan now but yeah there seems like there's a plan it's not just like oh my god we can't do anything we've got no money we've got nothing to invest or or grow with they've got a great driver again logan Sargent. I feel like... Resigned. Yeah, did resign. I think it suits them. I think it suits them to do that. Again, it's also the Americanization of it as well. You have to think about how much branding and stuff that that helps um, in terms of funds. Money. um, Which is what they need. So I think Williams, I I think they could have a nice season. And I think a nice season for them, maybe they even squeeze into the lower end of the mid-table. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Last question for you today. What race this year are you most looking forward to? today new year's day what are you most looking forward to out of the 24 races that we're going to have this season I think i'll go I think oh no you go mexico really yeah 
redeem redeem team doesn't do it for me that one i know but because what happened in mexico because of what happened in Mexico, yeah. Me, yeah. I, I, for me, the pressure—I can't tell you the amount of pressure Perez is on because I will put him mm. under that pressure. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. feels it from he there. He is on—he's under the microscope like never before. For that reason, you're interested to see yeah. how he copes with it. Interesting, yeah. Abby. As like a personal favor, I always love Australia. I always yeah. love Australia, mm. um, but I'm actually excited to see Singapore because I want to see what they learn. A Red Bull resurgence. A Red Bull resurgence. One, two, dominant. That was just a one-off what yeah. happened in Singapore. Danny Rick back in Australia is a shout, to be fair as well. Yeah, yeah. That's very good because he wasn't in the seat at that no. point. Yeah. That's a very good shout. He'll be the poster boy. Mm. I am most excited for Vegas again. I you love just, Vegas. <laughs> I just really thought I was going to hate everything about it because it was just a stupid show race. And then the actual race was one of the best we had all season. Mm. It was fantastic. And I hope it delivers again. Well, there we go. Uh, thanks, guys, for giving up your New Year's Day. Pleasure. That was for so. You, Joe. Anything. So kind, the two of you. I appreciate <laughs> you not being plastered. Yeah, 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 exactly. No comment. Hopefully you're not feeling too rough as well. Uh, thank you very much. Don't forget, uh, underneath this video, you can click the link uh, to vote for us at the Podcast Awards. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. But for now, don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you very soon. We're on Track GP, and Happy New Year. Sports Social Podcast Network.